Hallelujah. Father, we just pray. We thank you in the name of Jesus, Lord. And Father, we just, just enter into an attitude of worship. Lord, we just receive. Take us through the refine us fire. Refine us, Jesus, and, and take whatever you want. Take whatever you will, Lord God. I need to come out on the other side of this fire, Lord, that you burn away things that does not represent you. That, Lord, but you burn in us the ability to love, burn in us righteousness, burn in us, Lord God, peace, burn in us grace, Lord, that I want to love like you love. I want to walk like you walk. I want, Father God, to be in your presence in such a way that you burn off all hurts, all pains, all hate. Lord God, that as fire, we know tribulations are coming. So, Lord, we want to come out of them branded by our faith, branded by our worship, branded by glorifying God that, that this, this is not the end of my chapter. This is not the end of my story, that I'm going to bless you, Jesus, that you burn in me, Lord God. Burn in me that your beauty burn, refine the refiner's fire, Lord God. Burn off those old thoughts. Burn off that old mindset. Burn off, Lord God, that lethargic part of my faith and that lethargic piece of me. Burn off anger in the name of Jesus, Lord. I welcome such a fire, Lord God, as I look and say, this thing can consume me so I know I'm going to grow out of it and come out better. Lord, I want to come out branded by the love of God and the peace of God that you burn in me, Lord God, your desire. Burn in me your peace. Burn in me your love, Lord Jesus, that it will be such a fire that comes out, Lord God, that comes out of us in such a mighty and powerful way that you're burning up my fears, my doubts. You're burning up stress in the name of Jesus. Then I'll be anxious for nothing, but through all things, you're burning up hurts. You're burning up the past, Lord Jesus. But I welcome the fire. Let's just welcome the fire, Lord God, that you may be afraid to step out in a place on your job, in a place in your life that you burn, that God burns that up and know that in God all things are possible, that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Lord, I welcome the fire of God. Father, we pray that over loved ones who are maybe sitting in the midst and hanging on to old things, hanging on to hurts and can't move. In Jesus' name, Father, we call them to the refiner's fire, Lord God, that they're going to come out clean on the other side. They're going to come out, Lord God, in the, with, the, with the glory of God shining on them in such a powerful way that you burn in me, Jesus. Burn in me those old things that try to come in my heart and haunt me. Burn, Lord Jesus, in such a powerful way that I, Father, will have no questions, no doubt about who I love in you every, every day. Lord, I welcome, consume me, Jesus. Take what you want. Take what you will. Lord, I want, I have to look like you. I have to look like you, Jesus. This is going to be revealing. It's going to burn away masks. It's going to burn away, Lord God, things I've been hiding behind. And Lord God, just the truth that you love me as I am. And Father, I pray for everyone in this room to be able to just welcome that, that you know us and you're still not mad at us. You're not ashamed of us. And Lord, did you love the, the purity of your love is deeper than anything we could have ever done or gone through. That there's the power of God. Thank you for your strength, 
I pray over the minds, Lord God, that we enter into the refiner's fire, that you burn away thoughts that are trying to consume our minds, to doubt, feel afraid, feel like unbelief is taken over. No, in the name of Jesus, God has got a fire that is going to consume your mind to think the things of God, that you'll think on things that are lovely, just and of a good report, Lord God. You'll, you'll think on those things. Jesus, I, I hand over my mind. I, I want to lay down tonight and not let my mind run wild. I want to be at peace in the name of Jesus. Reviner's fire, we welcome you. Welcome you, Lord. Burn out everything that does not look like, represent, or walks with you, Jesus. Burn in me, Lord Jesus, such a fire that I learn and desire and hunger to love again and cherish the presence of God. Burn in me, Lord Jesus, the ability to walk by faith and not by sight. The confidence, Lord God, that I know you're going to finish the work that you started in me. Burn in me, Jesus, the ability to hear the instructions. Burn out of me pride and resisting instructions. Burn out of me, Lord God, this nature of individualism where I'm going to do it by myself, where you've called me into agreement with loved ones. In Jesus' name, that there will be harmony, there will be peace. That God, that you surpass all understanding. And Father, we thank you for it. We welcome, we walk into the fire of God. We thank you for your presence being strong and powerful. That Lord, that things that once hung on to us, can no longer stay they are burned they're coming to ashes and only the real the real part of us is going to stand and walk in the deliverance of god we glorify you in jesus name amen amen man i don't know if it's the cold weather or cooler weather or what but man i have just uh struggled to keep going like tight like i want to hibernate like anytime just like passing out, like sitting there just like what, I guess what normal people do is, is sleep. And I was like, what in the world? So I don't like that. I like being awake. I'm like, I don't want to miss nothing, right? So I want to be awake. So, so I just wanted to share that with y'all, uh, that I may not be as energetic as normal because my body is thinking, I, maybe it's because I'm 52. I don't know, but I don't like it. I do not like sitting there and Y'all know, like, you, you, and I love to see people like that on the plane. I know this is evil. Let me start. Let me get the evil all out. I, I, I love to see people on the plane because they be trying to hold their head up. It's the funniest thing ever. Like, and, and, and the Lord says, don't video that because that's not cool. But I want to. And then the ladies who drool, they're fantastic because they try to look all, <laughs> it's like, nope, that's syrup. And that's not good, all right? Amen. So welcome to church where God resides, all things able. We're going to stay with our faith. And, and the title of tonight is Stay the Course, right? Faith is a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's not a one-time thing. And, you know, uh, a lot of times I think we pray, and if something don't happen right away, we think like, well, you know, I, I you know, didn't work, so I'm going to let go. No, stay the course. Stick with it. Stick with. I think uh, people have left some amazing people, some beautiful things, and have lost it. You know. So uh, in Mark, chapter five, 
Uh, and so I broke this up in two sections. It's going to be verse 21 through 23 and 35 through 36. When you first saw that, did you think I had a meltdown somewhere and left that verse? Do you think, okay, so it looked normal. I thought maybe I should warn him. But then I thought maybe this will be fun because he already knows I got issues. So, you know, anything like maybe pastor passed out in between several verses and just started adding numbers, right? So Mark 5.21 says this, and when Jesus was passed over again by ship unto the other side, much people gathered unto him, and he was nigh unto the sea. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus, by name, and when he saw him, he fell at his feet and besought him greatly, saying, my little daughter lieth at the point of death, I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. Right? How many of y'all know when your kids are, you, you don't, you don't care. You're gonna get there. You're gonna, you want to pray. You want to get. You want to reach them, right? And I remember the first time Miracle went to the hospital, and she couldn't breathe. Oh, we didn't know she was diabetic, and she almost went into a diabetic coma because we had no idea why she was feeling that way. And and I know no matter what the speed sign says. I was not obeying them, right? There's no speed limit on reaching your family members. And so this man's daughter is about to die, so he comes to Jesus to find out. Now, uh, I'm going to skip to 20, uh, verse 35, but in between 24 to 34 is when the woman with the issue of blood touched Jesus, and then he turned around, and she got healed. But Jairus had to wait on all of that while Jesus was supposed to be headed to help his daughter. He stopped to heal a woman that touched him. And, you know, come on, y'all. Y'all got to be thinking, like, why ain't got my blessing? She got, like, you know, I asked first. Come on, man. You know, and so he's standing there the whole time waiting on Jesus. And as he stopped to help this woman and she gets healed and all this stuff. And then he asks her, who touched me? Like he went through this whole dialogue, like just heal her. Let's keep walking. Right. Like could have been that way. And here, here's what happens during that time. While he spake, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house certain which said, thy daughter is dead right and amazing you could be doing something good and still something bad happens right and as jesus was doing good something bad happened and and he says uh why trouble thou the master any further as soon as jesus heard the word that was spoken he said unto the ruler of the synagogue be not afraid only believe right right so don't be afraid don't be jealous only believe jesus is on the way and as you see people being blessed while you're still waiting for yours to happen he's still gonna get you there all right father i just pray and thank you for your word thank you for the the understanding that we we seek and, and we desire in jesus name amen amen so so it said this way don't put all your faith in your problem Right? Because if you put all your faith in your problem, when things don't work out, now you think you're out of faith. When all the, way, all the while, like we said on Sunday, your faith should be daily anyway. It should be in the middle, not the matter. Right? Because if my faith, the only time I'm ex ex exercising my faith is when there's an issue, there's a problem. Hey, guess when I'm going to be faithful when there's a problem? Guess when I'm going to get holy when things get crazy? Right? When holiness and righteousness should be a, a daily lifestyle. 
Not because something's going wrong. And, and then we start to think and say things like, I don't have enough faith. I don't have enough power. I don't have enough. And God says, you have plenty. I've given you the measure of faith. So it's not how big, but how often that you use it, right? It's my daily. It's getting, and that's why I say, use your faith every day. Even if it's just some simple, like, thank you, Lord. I thank you for, the, for starting my car. Whatever it is, learn to use your faith daily. And that keeps it from being little when things go crazy right? That keeps it from, I give up, I quit, I give in, I just don't know. Well, God is saying like, no, we, we've been together daily. And said about Jesus on the boat, you don't have to wake a God that you walk with. When the disciples had to go wake him, it's because they weren't walking with him. Don't put all your faith in the problem. If we have a matter of faith, only when things go wrong, there is a chance that our faith will not carry on Jesus' instructions. So, so they won't, if your faith will stop because you'll stop because the thing don't look like what you think it should look like. But you should have a daily routine in your faith. Your faith should be daily. You know, it shouldn't be in the compartment of a problem. It should be daily. I have faith for my children, faith for myself. Faith for my family, faith for my, you know, we want to put our faith out there and that's, that's big faith. It takes big faith to, to get up and just go function every day, right? Big faith. That, that's, that's huge faith. People think it takes more faith it to uh, get someone healed of cancer than it does for them to get up and go to work. No, it doesn't. It's the measure of faith. All right. Amen. Can you, can y'all be okay with that? That you don't have to hunker up. You just have to have it, get, get your daily, walk with him daily, right? And he'll do it. So Jesus' instruction to Jairus was that, our, our, that when, when he heard the news of his daughter's death was just that, believe, just believe. Why, you know this, you wouldn't have came all the way with me if you didn't believe I could heal her. So just believe and continue walking with me. I'm still headed to see your daughter, even though I do miracles on the way. Don't get jealous of what I do on the way. Don't get mad because something happened for somebody else on the way. I'm going to get you. You're going to be okay. But the way to know that is because you're walking with Christ. Amen? Continue to believe because that will outlive the current status of your situation. Continue. It's, it's tough on social media. Some people you just have to stop following because one minute they are praising the Lord. And then the next status. I was like, man, your Bible must have two pages in it. So you, 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 you have to step back and go like, it's daily, right? It's daily. And we, we, you know, and I, I get it. I get the point, like, because things show up. But the Bible says in um, John 16 and 33, says that in this world we have tribulations, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. So that means you're going to have it which, daily, right? So your faith, use your faith daily. The problem should not require some extra stuff it may require you going into verses and finding scripture so that you can have some information to back with it but that don't mean your faith start muscling up like turn into the hulk and green and start ripping out of the current stuff no your faith is constant it is this strong it is strong for you not to beat your kids as it is to beat them there is life after the latest status so middle faith is what keeps us People and problems can give status updates. And that's what these people did. They gave him an update. Your daughter's dead. Quit bothering Jesus. Even more so when things feel like they're dead, you need to go to Christ. Right? Who going to resurrect it there? 
I almost called the guy Jimmy John's. I don't, I don't know what name of the ruler was. And I don't know why Jimmy John's. I've never even eaten there. I don't even know why that <laughs> popped in my mind. Maybe because, maybe because I said John. Maybe <laughs> I, that's not it. People, they give you updates about stuff. But Jesus, but Jesus, but faith is always in tune with God's ending. God knows the end. There it is. Okay. So Mark 11, 22 uh, through 24, it's a verse we used to say all the time, like, as we were coming up in our faith and believing. And you all know it, it takes faith, amen, to do any and everything, okay? We can get up here and we can tell you, be encouraged in the Lord. But there are some days you can take faith just to be encouraged, right? Like, just to put a smile on your faith. That, that may take all you got, all your little prayer time, faith. This, these last two mornings, coming to pray, running around this church, in the air that I breathe. And Jesus, can we do it inside today? Can we do it inside today? Can we just? <laughs> well, Jesus forever. But so Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. And this is the key thing, right? Do we ever stop having faith in God? No, right? So have faith in God. So no matter what. So if cancer shows up, it's the same faith you're working with right now. It's the same one. You're going to do it, you're going to apply it, and you're going to believe. You're not going to stress. You're not, don't, don't let that worry come on you because this thing could end in death. Hey, let me give you a little secret. Everything we're doing is going to end in death. Somebody's going to end up dead at some point. Right? Not today, but I'm just saying. <laughs> People get all worked up. Oh, I'm going to die one day. Okay. Welcome to the club. We all... For assuredly, I say to you, whoever say to this mountain, be thou be removed, and he cast in, and he and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. Now, here's the here's the part, right? Remember this part came out, and I mean there was a big divide in the church. Oh, that's just those blab it and grab it people that's just those folks who think that they can ask god for anything yeah since he's everything i can ask him for anything right now he's going to direct and 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 make sure that i'm asking and 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 respectful for what for what he's what i'm believing for but yeah i'm gonna go to god for any and everything I man go to god over your emotions and lord i present this crazy stuff to you Mm -hmm. So most don't know how to pray. They just go like, I don't need Jesus for this. Yes, you do. There's a devil in there messing with your emotions, and you need to cast him out. Cast him out. Right? You, you cast him out. You, you cast him out. You know, when, when, you know, when you don't know, you, know you, you, you walk through the room, and you're happy. You walk back out of the room, you're angry. That's demonic. That's demonic. You can't do it. We were just happy. I said the same thing to you. Hello. Wow. Like... Francis, go back in there. When people start hiding from you, it's just, it's not, it's not family, you know. A lot of people, family over everything. Yeah, but you crazy. We don't want you. All right? Come on home. So have faith in God, right? Have faith in God. Faith, having faith in God is relationship building. It's my relationship. I, I have to believe God. Have to. A uh, lady asked me uh, yesterday, um, she goes, you know, she goes, do you get angry? 
I'd say, I said, I get mad. I do get upset, but not that anger that God delivered me from. I, I can't go back. Yeah, I, I can't. I said that. No, I can't. No, that he delivered me. Like, seriously, I just can't. Like, that was a bad, that was a, I mean, I know I'm short and everything, but it was a little ball of hate. Like, like I, I didn't just, I didn't just, was, I wasn't just angry. I was hateful. Right, I remember, and my mom used to say that, boy, you just hateful, right? And she had to change her confession over me once I got to middle school, and hateful almost got a little boy's head run over by the car because I was trying to shove it underneath the car. So she was like, we got to change that confession, right? Because it was self-fulfilling prophecy, right? But she was asking me, like, uh, oh, we were talking about <laughs> the, 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 the family Christmas. We're having our family Christmas this Saturday, with with my family that's by way of Rita's side. Yes. Christmas. No. Not Thanksgiving. We having Christmas, y'all. Saturday. During the college football season. So she was like, do you ever get angry? I go, no, I, I get upset, but I can't, my, I can't let anger. How many of y'all glad you're not going to go back to what you used to be? Amen? Thank you, Jesus. It just, I've never been there before. And I've, and I've gotten mad, but not that. Not where, you know, I blacked out and woke up later. Like, you start looking around, is there anybody dead? Like, you know what I mean? Y'all ever got that mad where you blacked out? Anybody? Nobody? <laughs> Whatever. I love this. <laughs> Don't nobody do that. Well, I did. And y'all know that movie, Chucky? That was my story. They stole that from me, and they're going to make him white. They knew good and well I was Chucky. With knives and everything. Remember when they found all those knives in my room? I was collecting them, and my mom was like, maybe there's something wrong with him. Like, you know, your parents would talk loud enough for them <laughs> you to know that maybe it's something wrong. Like, I had a whole bunch of just knives, pocket knives, and there's like a whole bunch of little dirty knives under my mattress. <laughs> Slept with them. Tuck one. Mama found them. She's like, maybe it's something wrong with him. She asked my twin, do you have knives? No, that's just him. Anyway. So my faith has to be daily because I don't want to go back. I'm not going back, moving ahead. The very identity of God is that he is the same, what, yesterday, today, and forever. That means faith is lived in daily. Pray without ceasing, 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 and faith without yielding. And any report, maybe we should just go because I'm stuttering like I'm outside. Any report, any report that makes us want to give up on our faith is a threat. It's not information. It's a threat. All right? Look, if you, st like, not, yes not this morning, but yesterday morning, if you stayed inside, listened to the news, if you didn't look outside, that, what they were, what that forecast they were giving you, you would have never went outside. You would have thought it was ice everywhere. 
It's like those people's Super Bowl. Have you seen the weather people? They're like, oh my gosh, it's going to get worse. At any minute, I'm out here with the cold. And I'm looking out the window and listening like that. They lying. <laughs> right? Because you could be, if you stay inside, you will never step out. You'll never go. And I went and got in my car and ran, came up here and ran. Like come up here and run to the church and then drove on. Because inside, if you never step out, they're going to forecast that you can't make it. You can't go by what they forecast. Of course we're too old. Of course we've missed our time. Of course our dreams and destinies are not going to. Of course, according to them, the weather people, we're believing the, the, them folks who get it wrong. We watched our cars the other day. Any report? Faith should live in us as Jesus lives in us. He will never die, and neither should our belief. Amen? Hey, you should believe in your kids. Believe in them. Lift them up. I believe in you. That's why I'm grounding you. All right? I believe in you. I believe in you. I, I believe. Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is the assurance of what we hope for and the certainty of what we don't see or what we do not see. It is certain that what I've prayed and I hope for is better than what I don't see. I'm certain of it, that God is coming through. I'm certain that you don't see your house, but you know it's there. And if you get there and it's, God forbid, if it's burned to the ground, you know it was there. Right? But you can't see it, right? Can anybody see the house from here? But you know it's there. You need to see the promises of God the exact same way. They are there. Right? Just follow the directions and some of you know the directions so just drive this is why the ancients were commended by faith we understand that the universe was formed at at god's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible amen what's going to show up in your eye what you're living today was a result of something you couldn't see years ago you're living it today Faith confronts uncertainty and restores hope that nothing is too hard for God. So let your faith confront what you're unsure about, what you cannot explain away. Have faith for Faith confronts it. I can't explain it. Then have faith in God. Without faith, we hop from anxious to fear and doubt to unbelief. But, with, but consistent faith gives us hope and does not make us hop. All right? You see people hop in and out of verses, hop in and out of belief, hop in and out of joy, hop in and out of peace. And God says, have faith, for faith is the substance of things hoped for. I want to have my hope. I don't want my kids to see me hopping in and out of believing in them. Hope, I need to hope and give them hope that they can do all things through Christ. Amen? Because I believe it to work with them. So it gives us hope. Our world will transform according to our faith. Regardless of what we receive or don't receive, faith builds the world around us, right? We are living by faith. It's building our world, surrounding our world, surrounding us with what God has called us to do. So Jesus, <laughs> that's the wrong thing. What we can see is never great enough to build all that God wants to do in our lifetime. Right? So even all of this, all of what you can see is never great enough 
for what your faith will bring, what God is going to bring you. And that's why what you see, it's not enough. You look at your check, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> okay, I'll see. y'all want me to finish that for you? Y'all go, it's not enough. Right? And then so, like, God, you need to do this. I love the fact that when, when they said the disciples said feed the 5,000, right? Jesus, who fed them? Them or Jesus? Well, that's good. Jesus broke the bread, but they gave it out. He let them experience being a blessing, right? Being a blessing because they're thinking, God, how are we going to feed 5,000 people? You should have sent them home. Should have sent them somewhere hungry. But they came out here and he goes, no, you're going to feed them, right? And that how Jesus works? I'm going to do it through you, Elijah. God, I need this. Okay, then I'm going to do it through you. And a lot of times we think that God's just going to drop stuff on us, but he does it through us to be a blessing, right? So whatever you're seeking God to do, he's going to bless and break his word, but he's handing it to you to make sure it feeds everything you're believing him to do. That's the increase. That's the abundance. That's, that's faith at work, right? Uh, Luke chapter 18, verse 22 through 24. Here's the new stuff. The, great, the rich young ruler came to God, came to Jesus and said, what must I do to be saved? And Jesus told him, you know, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy might, all thy soul, and, you know, love your neighbor as thyself. And he says, I've done all these things since my youth. And Jesus then said, uh, <laughs> go sell all you have and give to the poor and follow me. And then, and then what had happened was on verse 22, on hearing this, <laughs> Jesus told him, you still lack one thing. This is what he tells him. You lack one more thing. You got everything else in place. How many of y'all got one thing you dealing with, right? I still got one thing. I know y'all don't want to raise your hand in church, but I got one thing I have to do. Like, it's just, if I could get past this one thing, I'd be a good, it's just one thing sending me to hell right now. I got this one thing that make me question, you know what I mean? Like, if they bring this up, you know what I mean? I get there and Peter goes, you got that one thing, which... Right? You ever had that one friend you tried to go out with and they couldn't get in? That you got them. Y'all ever had a one thing? Y'all never had that? Y'all so good. I love it. See, I tell you about my anger, y'all look, mm, and now y'all going to act like you ain't got one thing. Y'all that good. Y'all that clean. Y'all that perfect. Well, go on, on, go to. But see, what we have to do is understand he says you lack one thing. Sell everything you own and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. But when the ruler heard this, I've been living with this my whole life. You want me to say all this? Surely you want me to bring this with me. Because this has been in my life for a long This is a family heirloom. Right? right? Now watch, watch. This is, says, he, he said he became very sad because he was extremely wealthy. Right? Seeing the man's sorrow, Jesus said, how hard is it for the rich to enter into the kingdom of God? Okay? Now, right? This man was rich with money, right? So we're going we're gonna to give him that. But there are other things we can be rich with. Anger. Unforgiveness. And he says, you lack one thing. Forgive that person and fall. King, I can't, I'm... I'm very wealthy in hating that person, God. I got a lot of wealth 
and doubting myself. I have a lot of wealth and feeling that I'm not worthy. I got a lot of riches and being confused. I can't sell that. That's been in my family for generations. It's a curse. We keeping that Jesus, so I don't think I can follow you. The sad part of this story is not what the rich young ruler had to give up, but the opportunity to walk, with, walk by faith with Jesus he passed up. It's the opportunity he passed up that was sad, not what he had to give up. All right? So I, we will say that. Like he says, you lack one thing. Boom. I know y'all don't have that one thing. So he, you lack one thing. Sell that and follow after me. But if I sell that, <laughs> we said, like we said in neighborhood, but if I sell that, Jesus, who am I going to be? <laughs> You're going to be a Christian, right? You're going to be serving God. But that's all I ever had. My dad left me when I was little, and so I've always hated him. Sell it. But then what? I'll be your father. Yes, you can do this. But I'm rich with that. Right? My hate got me through middle school. Right? Whatever it is, you have to let God take it the rest of the way. Right? And so people go like, I sure like to be as miserable as the rich young ruler. Well, you are. You do have some of his, you do have riches, right? And one of his riches that he had was selfish, right? I'm going to be a giver in my own way. So what Jesus had him, what Jesus has him to give up was nothing compared to the world he would build with his faith in God. He was going to build like major worlds, right? With his faith, right? It's going to be greater than anything he had. You don't have to walk away sorrowful. You know, God is going to get not even with the person, but he's going to get you even with your heart, and you're not going to feel that hurt anymore. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to help you overcome that so you can love again. This man is rich with money, but there are plenty of other things that people are rich with uh, and reject the opportunity because God requires us to have faith over what is in our life. So the life of faith is a world changer. It shapes and designs our world. Don't let the moment keep you from the movement, right? So don't let the moment keep you from the movement. So if I have a moment where my faith is struggling, I, I want to stay in that moment because there's a movement coming. But if I go and give up because of this moment, I'm never going to see any movement in my life, in my career, in my family, in my loved ones, in my heart. If I never came to Christ, my faith wouldn't have allowed me to move on from what my father, my biological father did and all the past and all the junk that I had to overcome. In fact, if I hadn't, I would still be in the anger because I was rich with anger. I mean, loaded. I'm talking like. Richie, rich, rich with the anger. I could, I get angry at any night. I could mess up a good birthday party. Got sent to my room, a lot of family gatherings. Because I just want to wreck the party. I just woke up mad. Like, I'm going I'm to, you know. I can't even tell you the stuff that I did that I got weapons for. So, but the cake wasn't edible. Let me say it that way. How about that? There you go. 
hey, you better come up and play because we're losing them. This pastor got issues. Should be the delivering factors that he can call and use anybody if you, if you let him burn your stuff up. Amen? All right. You guys bow your heads in faith. Father, as we pray, we thank you. We believe, Lord Jesus, that we stay the course. Thank you, Lord God, for reviving faith in, in people tonight and us tonight. Lord God, uh, things we may have forgotten about or, or just felt like they've just been so long, things haven't happened, so we've given up. But in Jesus' name, thank you for restoration. That the faith that you gave me at the beginning, joy and attitude still exists. It's still there, still for me. And Father, we just thank you that we walk in it and we use it accordingly. Thank you, Lord God, for just blessing each and every mind here that there's no matter, there's no problem that's going to get all of our faith. Our faith is continual and consistent. And Lord God, we, Father, believe you right now just as we are, just as you are. And we're two or more gathered together in your name. You even show up there. You're right there in the midst. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I pray, Father God, that uh, many of us were unloading some things we are wealthy with. And people, you see so many people that have been abused or hurt and they're wealthy with that pain. In the name of Jesus, heal, heal them so they can love again so that they don't put everybody in that box of the person that hurt them. Heal them, Jesus they can be fruitful in their life let them sell all that sell all of it sell it sell it get rid of it get rid of it there's someone trying to believe in you and trying to encourage you and be there for you sell it that thing's trying to run off everyone that comes in your life that's good sell all that you have follow after christ he's got a great plan don't miss this opportunity to set up great and great family as you're praying, if you're here and you're saying, I don't know Jesus, and if I were to die, I don't know where I'd spend eternity. I want to be right with God. Heads are bowed. People are praying. That's you. I want you to raise your hand. We just want to pray over you. Thank you, Jesus. We're in the house. We're good. We're good. Father, I praise you. We glorify you for the saved. And now, Lord Jesus, that we've sold all that we have, and we're following after you. No more can this thing come up and accuse me. I am free. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.